If you like to whistle while you work, well then, you're in luck. You found us. Just whistle while you work. And cheerfully together we can tidy up the place. This is the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Kaylee, and we are glad you're joining us. We hope we can bring a little magic into your life during this difficult time in our world. This is episode 497, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today we are going to be sharing about Disney Plus and shows that we think you can watch to fill your days at home with magic. But before we begin, we want to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on any budget. So let's get started talking about Disney Plus. Now, uh, this of course means you're going to need to have Disney Plus. I hope that most of the Disney listeners do have it. I think it's very affordable for what you get. Yes, $6.99 a month is very affordable for what, yeah, what is all included. And we're going to hit some high spots today, talk about things that we've seen that you may have not seen, but something that you can do so that for all of us that are locked in our homes or basically been told to stay in our homes that uh, we'll have something to do. I don't recommend just sitting in front of the television for 24 hours a day, which I know some people could. Uh, Probably we could too. I probably sit in front of a screen, but it's like the TV and then the computer and then the phone and then back to the computer. Right. So we just thought we'd run through some of the benefits of having Disney Plus. So if you don't have it, you might want to think about getting it. And if you do, give you some highlights and some things that you have maybe not watched yet. The first category. So when I was looking at Disney Plus, I went by category that it has Disney and then it has Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and some other categories. So I went by category. Of course, some of the movies overlap categories, but I put them in the ones that I think they fit the best. So we're going to start out with Disney Plus Originals. And our first listing is High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. Now, Mom and I both watched this. I watched it in two days. Yeah, we binge watched it. it it's only six episodes I think though, it's, right? I think it's about 10, but the episodes are... 30, oh, 40 that, minutes. Yeah, 40 minutes. That's still bad. But our listeners know. It was it's when bad. it was snowing, though. That's we true. We, stuck were, in the we house. were trapped in the house that time, too. I think it's really good. The thing is, the first 15 minutes of the first episode are kind of dry. I had heard so many people love loved it and I almost turned it off. She did. She was like, this isn't good. This is really bad. And I said, well, everybody's saying it's really good. So we need to give it a shot. So then once we got past the first 15 minutes, then she was like, oh, I like how this is done. Okay. Now I'll stick with it. It was good. They didn't try to recreate it, which is what I originally thought was going to happen. And I was like, why do they need to recreate something that was good in the first place? But it's a spinoff. It's not a recreation. And so we heard that a second season's coming up and that they're going to be doing Beauty and the Beast, which I'm super psyched about. That will be super cool. I hope it turns out as good as the first season did. Yeah. Another show that's an original that they have is called Encore. And so anybody who's listening that's talked to me in person probably already heard me talk about this. It is a show hosted by Kristen Bell. She is the woman who voices Anna in the Frozen movies. And she was a theater kid and she comes from theater, which is why she's such a great singer. 
And so she decided she wanted to reboot musicals that happened in high schools because that was such an important time in her life and she wouldn't be where she is without it. So she goes to different high schools and she finds the old cast, as many as she can, of a musical they did at a school, like however many years ago. Some of them are as soon as like 10 years ago, but some were like 20 or 30, yeah. even 40 years ago. They were pulling people from like the 70s who were doing, uh, 70s and 80s who were doing musicals then. And they give them a whole week to put the show back together. And then they give a performance for their family and friends in the community. And it's really good. And of course the props and everything are so much better than what they had because they try to show uh, VHS tapes that they had of yeah. some of the older ones or even DVDs of them and let you see what it did look like versus what it looks like now. Some of them were a nightmare. I'll be real honest. I guess that the people have not kept up with their singing because they either could sing pretty good in high school and then now they don't sing anymore. I don't know what it was, but there was one situation where the lead character did not get the lead again. For the most part, they try to keep the characters the same unless they couldn't find the student or the person refused to come back, which they haven't really had a whole lot of. That's true. Uh, but there was a situation where a backup character had a really great voice, but she'd been singing ever since she graduated high school. And so she got moved to a frontline part because the other woman could not carry a tune. And they they fill in the parts that are not filled with like professionals. They bring in professionals that support the cast and they, they seem super helpful. I think there was one person I can't remember that didn't seem very nice, but most of the cast she has on there are very nice about helping them improve. But if you were ever in a musical when you were in high school, it will kind of be a little teary or reminiscent for you. You can think back to when you did stuff like that and the great time that you had. So I would give it a, a watch, at least the There's first one. Or you could pick uh, the musical that you like. There's Annie and um, I'm trying to think of all of yeah, them. Annie Get Your Gun and Oklahoma. Sound of Music. There was a uh, there was a Beauty and the Beast, I think. I believe so. Fiddler on the Roof. Um, but I would say that will keep you busy for a while. Because there are seasons, but you don't have to watch them in order. Because each episode is independent. You mean there are episodes. There's only oh, one season. There's one season of different episodes, but they're not cohesive. Right. Like you can it watch matter. One, whichever ones you want in whatever order. Correct. And we heard there's a season two, but unfortunately it is not out yet. And I'm really hoping. I kind of want to write Kristen Bell and ask her. <laughs> when is this happening? Yes, because you should. I, I am very excited She's about a very it. fun mom. She seems like it. The next original Disney Plus movie is actually a Christmas movie, so if you're one of those people that really loves Christmas like all year me. long, yeah, I like it too. Then Noel is a great movie for you. This is starring Anna Kendrick, and Anna Kendrick is kind of interesting. She's done a lot of different roles. She really has. Um, and this is her being super cheery, and it's her, and she has a brother who is, oh man, I forgot his name. I don't know, but he's I slated forgot. to be the next Santa Claus. Yeah, he is slated to be the next Santa Claus. It's a big name, though. He's from SNL and all this other stuff, but it's going to make me so mad that I can't think of his name. And he is supposed to be the next Santa Claus, and he's training, but he can't get the hang of it, like, at all. And she remembers everything that her dad ever did in front of her or said her dad being yeah. Santa Claus. Well, her brother gets overwhelmed and he leaves. And so she goes on like this big adventure to try and find him in the human world instead of the North Pole, like in the earth. And it's hilarious because she's walking around and she's like, I don't know why people aren't nice, like just for no reason. And she's figuring out things. And that's 
pretty much what takes you through the whole movie is her having to go find her brother. But if you need something uplifting and fun, that is definitely a movie that I would say you should watch. It's very funny and it's not, it te- it technically is a Christmas movie, but I think you could watch it at any point because I think she goes to like Florida or something. She went to Arizona. Oh, that is where it is. She goes to Arizona to find him. So the next section of movies we're going to talk about is live action movies. And I know um, some people aren't fond of all the live action movies, but we're going to talk about them anyway. But these aren't necessarily live action movies that were cartoons turned into live action. These just mean with like humans in them. It's not animated. And some of them Kayla's going to have to speak to because some of them I don't either (laughs) remember watching with her or you probably have never seen or I never saw them before. Um, Cool Runnings is this movie from the 90s, which I didn't even see till a few years ago. I didn't know it existed. And it's about this Jamaican bobsled team. And it's based on a true story. Oh, right. How these men get together and they're trying to do the make this Olympic bobsled team and they are really like unmotivated to do it and they have this coach who really thinks they can and it's a really uplifting movie to watch and funny like the characters that are playing it obviously it's Disney um and the rating I will say the rating is a little more generous in that time because some of the language in it I was surprised because it was a PG rating but I guess some of it slid because it was back then and I don't think it was a Disney Channel original so it It I don't think it was a big deal I would say if you have younger children I would preview preview it it, but I still think it's hilarious and so bedtime stories is another movie that I don't think that necessarily we all think about being a Disney movie but it's with Adam Sandler and it just has his quirky humor and his sister is is uh, Courtney Cox yeah from Friends, Friends the one that played Monica and she has two children and she it gets him to help her watch her children while she goes uh, to look for a job and while she's gone he's in charge and he tells them these incredible bedtime stories that like come to life so if you've not watched that movie it's a cute movie it's not one that that I want to watch over and over and over. No. I know Joey really likes it. Um, it may be uh, the time, I think he was like mid-teenage years or whatever. Uh, that movie's older than you think it is. I think it's so almost 10 was, years old at least now. Okay, so maybe he was like more He was more 10. elementary aged and so he really liked it. But when it comes on, he is always excited to watch it and I will watch it with him again, but it's just not one of those movies that You can like on, and repeat. Right. If Because, you know, if the Aladdin's on, I can watch it. If Prince's Diaries are, you know, just yeah, those just kind watch of, it over I can watch it over and over but that one was not one uh to do that for me and i love adam sandler so yeah i just think that's not one of my favorite adam sandler movies the lion king was of course a reboot of the cartoon which had a lot of mixed reviews but i thought they did a great job of redoing it and the cgi is insane because it's all cgi if it's not i mean you would never even know if they used real life things but for the most part every character in that movie is cgi they went out in africa found some animals that can talk not that (laughs) i just meant the scenery if they like tried to keep some of that real but it's I think they did a great job and some of the songs were reimagined um some people really didn't like it some people did so I would just say find your opinion but watch it with an open mind the next one is Holes with Shia LaBeouf and that is all I know about that movie so (laughs) Holes is about it is Shia LaBeouf when like he was in his prime Disney years so it was great of Disney to like cast him uh because he was like a very popular person so that having that name already helped it is this thing where he ends up going to a juvenile camp because he's convicted of this murder or accused of it oh not a murder sorry i meant to say crime not murder i don't know where we need we need sorry some more it's he's convicted of this crime of stealing something and he is like i did not do this um and <laughs> so they send him to this camp 
where it's owned by these people who just have these kids dig holes all day. They dig holes. They're looking for I this. I think that's why I never liked this movie because every time I saw it with you it's guys. It's got Sigourney Weaver in it. I don't care. These kids are just digging holes. I'm like, what is the purpose? They're digging holes. And the whole thing is those people are trying to find this treasure that was buried somewhere there. Or like it was thrown into an ocean and the whole thing is... It has not rained, like, at all since then. It's been a drought. And that's why it's a desert full of holes. There was something running by our window. Sorry for the brief interruption. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I think it's good. Like, I don't think it's the best Disney movie ever, but I think it's fun. Oh, yeah. It took me... I will say I don't think younger age children will like it. It took me a little while to get it. Like, that's understand everything. That's another movie everything. that Joey really likes. And I, and I hate that I don't have the same mindset as him because it frustrates him. And he thinks that... I'm just doing it because it's something that he likes. And he's wrong because there are other movies that I enjoy watching with him that we watch together. But I know that he really likes Holes. Maybe it's because it's a, got a bunch of boys in it. Maybe and they are always like joking boys. around and stuff. Not Must boys isn't a bad thing, but they're teenage boys. So Aladdin is the next one that we have up. And if you've listened to Mascapades for any length of time, you know that when they start, first started talking about this, Nick and I were not for it. We weren't, we, we weren't really completely negative, but we weren't unsure of how this was going to happen because Robin Williams was such an amazing comedian and so much of what he did on the original cartoon was just made up. It, it was just him on the fly and they would just keep the recording going and then they picked the pieces that they wanted. They have so much. I want to say that there's like four hours of stuff that they have in the vault that his it was in his will that the Disney cannot touch for at least 10 years until after his death that of just great things that he came up with while they were filming, but they saved him in case they ever wanted to piece it back in or anything like that. So the idea of Will Smith doing that part was just really hard for us to imagine. I don't know if you felt, I can't remember what you I thought. did. I want, I gave him a chance. Like I was open-minded about it, but at the same time, I think I was more worried than anything that people were going to try to do the genie in the same way. Right. And I was like, you can't, like, you just can't do it the same as Robin Williams or you'll fail. Right. And so we actually had watched an interview on this with Will Smith and he said that Robin Williams was his hero and in no way would he ever even attempt to try to replace him. So I like that he put the spin of him on it and I really enjoy it. It's completely different in my mind of how they did it. Of course, some of the songs are the same, but uh, the guys that wrote, which happens to be our pediatrician's grandson and his friend, they actually wrote some original songs for Aladdin and I'm excited about that, but they had some of the original songs in there as well, but they tweaked them. They did, and uh, I like... Will Smith is funny, but he's funny in a different way. It's almost like... I think Robin Williams just... I always thought was just funny, but Will Smith, for some reason, makes me think of, like, a dad being funny. I don't know why, like your dad but that's... Like, he's an actual dad that is very funny, but that's, like, how he comes off to me. Uh, they reworked Jasmine's character a little bit, and so she's more of, like, instead of she needs to get married she needs to marry a sultan they focused on she's wanting to become sultan and they reworked her character to be very feminist, feminist yes where did. she's like i want to lead this country and i don't know why i need a man to do it kind right of thing. exactly so definitely if you've not watched it watch it if you have this is a good time to do back to back it is watch. a little long i think it's a little over two hours so it's lengthened now you could watch the live action and then watch the animated and see you back know, to back see other different you could do comparing contrasting since your children are 
are all at home in the house with you. That's still keeping up their comparing and contrasting Make skills. a Venn diagram, the little circles. That's what yeah. I remember. Our next set of movies, I guess you could say, are the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, which I'll be honest, I haven't seen all of them. There's one of them that I started and I was like, this is bad and I turned it off. Um, but I don't know if all of them are on there, but I know there's like four or five. There's quite a few. And so I would recommend watching these. Like if you've ever been interested in the series, I mean, you got the time to watch it now. So I would recommend doing that. It Johnny Depp is like so weird. We were talking about that the other day. He plays such odd characters, but I do think this is one of the ones he will be remembered for for a long time because yeah. he plays it so well. Like I remember reading something the other day that they almost made him, they almost recast him because when they were watching the footage, they were like, he comes off as like feminine, but also drunk. And they're like, I don't know that that's going to read well. And then they showed it to test audiences and they loved it. And so, well, another character that he's played, and I don't know if you heard this the other day, they were saying it on the radio that he was first offered to do Ferris Bueller. Can you even imagine? <laughs> that movie. That would have been funny. I mean, that was at the height of his prime, wasn't it? Like, he had just come out. Uh, the Freddy Krueger movies was The Nightmare on Elm Street. That was his first movie. I guess, but he doesn't have the good boy face to me, because he's been in so many strange things that he I don't has, know that he has, but at that, that point part. he did. At Maybe. that point he did. Maybe. Like, I, because I saw him in Nightmare on Elm Street, and he looks very young. Like, very boy next door handsome, kind of. So I, that's probably what they were wanting. The 80s the person. Well, that's okay. They're, yeah. they're both making money. So Pirates of the Caribbean. It is, those movies are PG-13, so they're a little more intense. I think mainly because there's not a lot of language. I think they're I think dark. It's They are a little dark. It's kind of scary. It's talking about some of those characters, that guy that has all those tentacles, tentacles on his face. Davy is, Jones. He's pretty scary looking. So I would just preview it. Like I would say if your kids are like 10 or 11, it would probably be fine. So they have both live action Parent Trap, the original, and they have the one with Lindsay Lohan and Dennis Quaid. And I lost her name. She's passed away now. I can't think of her name. Uh, Haley something. No, Haley Mills has not passed away. I'm talking about the mom in the second one. Oh, the, the mom in the second one. I forgot her name. I don't know. She was married to Liam Neeson. But anyways, uh, she is no longer with us, sadly. But both of them are good. But I still, I personally still love the original. Uh, I like Lindsay Lohan and I like, like what she did with the character and everything. But for me, I think that the original will always be my favorite. But another, that, that would be another thing good for you to watch both and, I, and do a family check and see which what everybody likes. I think the old one's boring. I like it, but I think it's boring compared to the new one. But That's I, don't think, we gave, one I don't think we gave a synopsis. This is pretty much where this, this man and this woman got divorced a long time ago and they had two twin girls and they took one, like one took one and one took the other, which first of all, I don't know which family would ever decide that's fine second of all then they grow up not knowing about the other and they are they accidentally get sent to the same camp and they meet each other there and then they start figuring out they think which i think is ridiculous they just think it's some weird coincidence <laughs> that they have this it's their doppelganger who looks just like them and then they start connecting dots and figure it out but yeah i i think i just like the newer one better i don't know why I think it's because it was more in your time. Probably so. Uh, even though the original one was not really in my time, it was more in grandma's time. Mm -hmm. So our next movie is, it's actually got a sequel now, but The Princess Diaries is um one of our favorite ones. Even Joey likes watching that. Like he'll want to turn it on. And I heard there's a possibility. There is. They're I, think, I think they confirmed it, that they're on board. 
Like they're trying to get it. Are they going to do it straight to Disney Plus or did they say? I'm not sure about that yet, but I do remember, I think it was Julie Andrews who said if she was on board, she said she's all Anne in. Anne Hathaway's on. Uh, yeah, and I, I think did. Anne Hathaway confirmed. So I think like she's on board. So I think maybe it's not like they don't have anything yet, but they both confirmed and want to do it. So that's probably going to happen. That'll be very That's fun. what I hope. It will be sad though, because it will not be filmed by Gary Marshall. That's true. But maybe one of the Marshalls. Maybe, maybe his son. Yeah. Yeah. Because Penny Marshall's gone now too. Um, But it, I don't know, this movie if you haven't seen it it's like it was Anne Hathaway's like breakout role like, right and she's a teenager and she's just living her life in San Francisco with her mom and her dad had passed away a long time ago and then she figures out when she's 15, and she didn't 16, realize she was royalty at that point she didn't realize she was just living her life and she was kind of a dweeb like they made her kind of look nerdy nerdy and so she, she was kind of just hair. made fun of at school and everything and then all of a sudden her grandma comes to town and she hates when her grandma does that but the reason she came is because she's like you're the next person in line for our throne in this country, Genovia, which is not real. Some people think it is. It's not. <laughs> so, um, but she's like in line for this. And so then the second one goes through her journey of trying to become the queen. Mary Poppins is the next one that we're going to talk about. There's actually two, the first and the second. Mary Poppins, the first one, of course, was made with Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke. And the second one was, I lost her name. Emily Blunt. Thank you. She was in uh, Devil Wears Prada. And Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, that's right. Wow. big Two big names right now. Right. So they did the same thing as that time where they took two big names. So hopefully whoever's listening already knows who Mary Poppins is. It's just this family that really is desperately needed of a nanny that can put, it's kind of like what I like to think of Mary Poppins is, what is that show where they bring in that woman and she gets the kids straightened out it's um it's on like lifetime or something oh i know what you're talking about but i no but i forgot what it's called i know what you're talking about though they bring in this woman and she like teaches them how to parent because they let their kids run the house like the most famous one is where she tells the kid he's gonna get rid of all the junk food he's like i don't have to deal with this and then he packs a bag and he tries to leave the house it's so funny i can't think that's not disney friends but that's (laughs) right but we that's what it reminds me of a cleaner version of that woman coming in and and straight up the kids only she does it in a fun way and, and it's magical my favorite line from the first movie is when the mom sings with the two maids at the beginning because she's all for the like feminist. for women yes and she cracks me up because there's a line in that song that i didn't process till i was older but she's like though we love men individually we can agree that on a whole they're rather stupid oh yes and i'm like that is so true i think so but no offense to the men that are no listening offense. to the show right now but it i thought it was just funny and I know there are a lot of mixed reviews. I don't think that one of my former parents that really loathed and hated the second one is listening to the show right now. She made me so sad because I was afraid to go see it after she left there saying that it was a disgrace to Walt Disney. Da-da-da. I don't think so at all. In fact, I liked it in a different way. You know, do you have the quirky uncle in the first one? Well, this one had a, a quirky cousin and played by Meryl Streep. And just, I like how they did it. And they made uh, the guy, Lynn manuel Miranda. Miranda, thank you. He plays the nephew of Dick Van Dyke. And he's still a chimney sweep. Correct. It's like a family business. Yeah. And so I liked how they tied that together. And I love how Dick Van Dyke was in that movie. And if you ever get to see the outtakes definitely do that because I cannot believe that man is he's now 94 I think and he danced in the movie yeah and he it's just insane you need to check it out but I remember reading something on the original Mary Poppins that at that point Julie Andrews and I could be incorrect but Mary Poppins came out after the sound of music right I believe so 
Um, I remember she was doing that. And at the end of that filming, they were trying to get her on for that project. And she's like, oh, I'm actually like pregnant. And they were like, well, wait. <laughs> like they wanted, oh, her, they right. wanted her so bad that they just pushed the project and waited until she was like on her feet and had her first child to film the movie. They just wanted her so bad. That's awesome. And plus, I guess they had the time. If you guys have seen Save Me, Mr. Banks which I think is also on there, but I didn't make, it didn't make my list for some reason. I didn't see it, but Saving Mr. Banks, I think, unless it's on Netflix. I definitely recommend at least watch the first one and Saving Mr. Banks together. Yeah, but maybe that's why they had the time to wait for her is because they were trying for so many years to get the processing. This one I'll let you talk about because you really love it. It's Pollyanna with Haley Mills from The Parent Trap. I just love her. She also played Miss Bliss for younger vi- listeners. If you watch Saved by the Bell like Kaylee, she played Miss Bliss in the first season. She that was, was the that was before it was called Saved by the Bell. I can't remember what it was It was, was like Miss Bliss's class or something like I, that. Well, they changed the name soon after. But Pollyanna is just about this orphan child. Her parents are killed and she is taken to her aunt's house. And she's always lived relatively, uh, how do you want to say, cheap life. Oh, a humble life. Uh, thanks, Mom. Uh, I read their humble life because they didn't have any money. Her daddy was a missionary and they were they were living in, I want to say Africa. I think I, that's what it was. But uh, she comes to live and apparently her mother's family had money. And so she's coming to live with her aunt. And so her life changes dramatically, but for the better. But she changes an entire town. So I think it's pretty exciting and I think you should definitely watch it. I personally think like, I think it's neat, but I think it's kind of boring compared to movies today. Like, I think it's good. I'm not saying it's not, but the plot isn't like... You're killing my childhood. I'm sorry. Nothing exciting happens. Like, I don't know. Not a, a bomb doesn't go off. Like, something unrealistic. It's pretty exciting at the end, but I don't want to give okay, it away. you're right. Ugh, you're and, right. And your friend Andrea is your age and told me that she will watch this movie with me as many times as I would like. Okay. She loves it. Our next category is animated movies. So, first we have Lilo and Stitch. This is about a little girl and her sister who is raising her, who's supposed to be about, like, 19, 20 years old. And they're also Orphans. And they are orphans. Their parents died and the daughter, the sister's doing as much as she can. But the girl is so weird and she gets into trouble all the time. Like it and finds her. It, yeah, like the trouble just finds her. And then the protective services is trying to figure out situations for the, the daughter, Lilo, or like the, the little sister, Lilo. And she ends up meeting this alien named Stitch. And she adopts him as a dog because he's found and put in a pound. And so... It's super interesting that that movie did so well because you would never think that movie came out when I think when I was in kindergarten or first grade and oh my word it yeah it's older now and there's lots of sequels there was a TV show like a bunch of stuff so I recommend it's good for young kids but I really still like watching it yeah a lot I mean it's fun to watch every once in a while it's like anything once you've seen it in your lifetime unless it was horrible which very few then uh you want to watch it again and again Wreck It Ralph is next. And I am honest now. Yeah. Roth breaks the internet. I'm going to let you speak to this because I don't remember a lot about this movie. Oh my gosh. Other than there was Mr. Fix It and Wreck It Ralph and the little. Fix It Felix. You didn't even get the name right. It's been a while, yeah. And then the little girl in her car. Wreck It Ralph, I think that came out when I was like 13. So it's been a little bit. um, That movie is really cute. It was original at that time. They took this video game character, and I think the movie they, like the main game, like Wreck It Ralph and Fix It Felix, were made up for the movie. But all the other games, I think, were original names. And they like had tappers, which they would go and get beers at the end of their shifts, like when the gate, the arcade closed. It's pretty much this whole thing where Ralph is the main character and it opens with him in this support group for villains. And 
he like doesn't like being the bad guy. He just wants to be appreciated because he get he makes the money on the game too, but all the heroes are supported. And so he pretty much goes <laughs> haywire and tries to make himself a hero and he proves himself, and but a lot of things end up happening and he almost gets all of the games shut down shut down because he's trying Vanellope. To do I was trying to remember that. Yes. And then he along the way he meets this little girl Vanellope. And they become friends. And she's like a brat, but it's hilarious. Oh no she wasn't. She well she is at first and then like you get to know her and right. then she's not. The next one's Moana and I know that Nick has still not watched this movie all the way through to my knowledge. He told me he just couldn't get past it and I don't understand why because I think it is a really it's hilarious fun movie yeah and he loves Dwayne Johnson so I I cannot believe that he will not sit there long enough to see that but anyway it's just about this girl that's trying to find her destiny her grandma has told her that um, basically she has these special powers but that she's been chosen by the water and she wants to save her community and she has to do fight the ocean basically so that she can restore things for her island and so that they can fish and whatever else they need to do farther out than they have for years and years and years and she befriends or I guess she befriends him that's true the, she kind of kind of takes him <laughs> this is true she kidnaps him and tells him that he's gonna help her and he's played by Dwayne Rock Johnson if you've seen it it's this like Hawaiian guy with long curly hair and then he has lots of tattoos on it and the tattoos actually are animated within the movie so it's I don't know it's just a really cute movie has a lot of great music and I it. think they did a good job too because Moana's considered a princess movie I think they did a good job of making it gender neutral in terms of like having the Dwayne Johnson character like it's not like a typical princess movie where it's like she needs to find a husband like this is true this girl is on a magic slippers <laughs> and so i think they did a nice job because i know a lot of when i was doing my summer program i remember a lot of boys love that movie they love the little cr- the, sh- the crab in it and all this other stuff well sometimes when oh they love hey hey the they rooster. loved the chicken like they liked uh i cannot remember his character's name they remember the what character Dwayne Johnson's. I can't remember the I know, name I of can't his either character. for the life of me right this second. We'll think of it later, of course, You're when it's not important. So Pinocchio is, I don't know when that came out, honestly. I want to say it came out in the 60s, but Pinocchio is just a I think classic. before that. Okay. Well, regardless, it was before I was born, but I do remember watching it. And it is just a cute story about a lonely woodcarver that creates this puppet as like a boy because he never had a son and he wanted a child and the magic fairy comes and brings Pinocchio to life and he's he hangs out with these boys that get him into trouble because he wants to go to school and all these different things I don't remember the whole premise I don't either it's kind of strange like it's a strange movie it's a kind of scary story now that I think about it when I go back and watch parts of it I'm like I watched this as a kid and I wasn't scared because when the the fox got the fox and I can't they remember turns the other one. kids into donkeys and yeah. slaves like that's kind of scary right and so I don't know why I never thought about that but I know I do remember thinking that my nose would grow if I told a fib after that movie but I that is where that. Jiminy Cricket originated and this a lot of true. kids don't know that this but is that true. is where that character originated is that movie we love Jiminy Cricket Zootopia is a pretty recent movie if you have younger kids you probably watched it but this is a really good movie. 
I don't know. It was very original at the time. I remember thinking that. Like, it was brand new. Not a lot of things were out like it. It's pretty much these animals that can talk, and they live in society. And this one rabbit, she is determined to be a cop. And she's the main character, but bunnies are usually not cops because that's not a... Because bunnies are thought of cute. Yeah, they're not... I mean, they're not considered fierce and everything and big enough to be cops. And she wants to prove them wrong, and she becomes a cop, but then... There's this big case where a bunch of different mammals are going missing and she has to go, she wants to prove herself predators and she wants to approve herself and they're noting that it's only predators that are like going savage is what they call it and so they have to find out this mystery and along the way she finds a fox and then they don't like each other very much but they have to work together and it's super interesting it they made a lot of connections to real life because they do a lot of the racism thing like between different animals between like predators and everything so it's very real for adults to pick up the kids will just think it's animals right that's for sure the lion king the original it aired either the summer I think before it was 93 got, or 4 right I believe it was the summer before I got married because I'm 99% sure that Aladdin came out at about the same time and because some people that were getting married around the same time as we did they had a song from Aladdin in there but the Lion King I just remember I worked at a daycare and I had already graduated from college I was waiting to get my first teaching job and we played it at the daycare that summer, kind of like when you used to do yeah. Vacation Station. And it is just about, not to use the song, but A Circle of Life. It's basically about the lions and how um, they have a lion cub and the lion cub trains to be the dad, the head lion, and be over all of the earth. And he teaches them how to not waste what's given to them. I mean, don't just scarf down all the animals they can just because they can. Just different things like that. And I will say, I remember, this is part of the Renaissance, and this becomes... I think this was the movie that saved Disney's butt. Like, it's called the Renaissance era because in the 90s, that they just came out with a bunch of different hits all in a row. And, of course, we're used to that now with Disney, but they were, like, going out. They were dying out in the 80s. Right. That was not a good time for them. And this movie really saved their butts in terms of income. It has money. some great music in it from Elton John. Um, I'm pretty sure they got some awards for some of the music that was oh, they in did. there. But if you haven't seen it, definitely watch that. Lady and the Tramp. So this movie, I think it's interesting. It's definitely older. This one is, I think, one of the ones from like the 60s or the 70s. Um, but Disney Plus also has Lady... You're right. It does have the live action Lady and the Tramp, and I was going to mention that. Uh, we have not watched that, so we can't speak to it, but I haven't really heard anything about it either. No, I heard it was it really went... good. That's why I keep saying, you want to watch oh, Lady and the Tramp? we need to watch that. So the cartoon Lady and the Tramp, it's about this this dog that she is like this hoity-toity and she's in this family and she's not like mean or anything but she was raised in a family with money and then this this uh dog tramp, tramp. comes and and he's like a street dog have a home yeah and he comes and shows her Kindness what he does and, and everything and so they fall in love that's just pretty much it then there's peter pan the that's know, the original the original peter pan where he never wants to grow up and he lives in Neverland with the Lost Boys, but he comes to visit Wendy and the Darling Boys and he brings them to to meet all the children and everything, but they can't live there with him forever, obviously. And that is also has Tinkerbell. And I think that's one of the first times that we're introduced to mm-hmm. Tinkerbell as well. And uh, so 
Tinkerbell is the and person she, that flies out of the castle. She's of got Magic her own Kingdom. series now and everything. Like she, they came up with series and everything for her. So she was a big time character. Big Hero Six. I think this movie did not get enough credit for underrated. how good it is. And I can't remember. It came out around the same time as another movie, and that I think that's why. But Big Hero Six definitely is good. It's about these two brothers and. They're orphaned. They're orphaned. This is a common theme. Yes, in Disney, there is. Like, there's a big theory about that. That they're orphaned, and they live with their aunt, and the young boy is 13 or 14, but he actually had already graduated high school. He's really smart, but he just bot fights all the time. Like, he creates robots and goes and bets illegally and makes money that way. But the older brother is in college, and he's, like, that college age. He's actually on track, and he tries to get the little brother on track and he's like you need to go to college blah 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 and he shows him his college and he made this robot that he calls Baymax Baymax, and he created it to be a nurse robot so it can be like it can relieve a lot of like the holes in the medical field is what he designed it for because he's like this is going to help a lot of people that don't have access to medical care and then a series of unfortunate events happens and then he the boy becomes friends with this robot and starts figuring things out based on events that happened. I don't want to give it away. Yeah, I was going to say. But it's a really, really great movie. Uh, When I first saw the previews, I don't think that it was something that I was dying to go see, but then I sat and watched it with Kaylee and Joey after. We didn't go to the theater for that one, and I remember I really liked it and thought I was ashamed of myself for being so... Sometimes I'm so negative about things because I just think Based on the previews. Right. Sometimes the previews just don't sell the movie for me. 101 Dalmatians is super old. I don't even begin to know, but it's about this single woman who has a dog and this single man who has a dog and they uh, I believe he's a songwriter if I'm not mistaken and she works for this mean woman who is Cruella de Vil and the woman just loves to wear furs from different animals and she decided that she wanted to make a coat out of Dalmatian dots because how beautiful that would be and so the man and woman meet in the park and they eventually fall in love well they have Dalmatians and then the one gets pregnant and blah 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 and the lady's trying to buy the puppies from them and they don't want to sell them because they find out that she is crooked and that what she, what her intent is and so uh, the puppies go missing and so I don't want to give away the whole storyline but it is a really cute movie is definitely okay for kids as long as you don't think they'll get scared from Cruella de Vil because she's she's kinda, gross looking she's a little scary she's got some funky eyebrows for sure the Aristocats, which I've never seen all the way through, actually, but the music we actually can play in school because it is. <laughs> we My can, mom is making a face that nobody can see. We can we can watch the movie in school because it's jazz based. Like it yes. talks about jazz music so we can introduce it that way. And it's pretty much these cats that are hoity-toity again, like the aristocrats. It's instead aristocats. And they're trained, like, properly, which I think it it was it came out around the time of, like, the jazz controversy. Right. Where, like, they were tra- trained that, like, classical music is best. And then they meet all these street cats and they play jazz in their spare time, which I think is funny. But I don't really know the plot, but I know that's the main gist of it. But if your kids like animals, they'll probably really like that. I was going to say, it's got a lot of great songs in it. I do remember that part. And I love Cats is why I watched, I like to watch that movie, but it was definitely not my favorite movie of Disney. But when you're being cooped up in the house and you need new things to do, yeah. that would be something for you to watch with your kids for sure. 
I included The Nightmare Before Christmas because our family has never really watched that. I think it's a little dark, but, but I know has all- watched it and she was not a fan. It is a cult classic though. Like I people know. really love this. And so I didn't want to exclude it just no. because of that. And it's it mixes Halloween and Christmas, which is kind of like the appeal, I think, because it come they play it a gajillion times around that time of year, at least. Which where is we what live. Disneyland does with Haunted um, Mansion, and, and they redecorate Dis- uh, the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland to be the Nightmare Before Christmas right at Halloween, and they leave it that way all the way through the holidays. So we don't know the plot or anything. I know there's a girl, and there's Jack Skellington, and something happens. That's about it. That's all I know too. And Hercules, I'm gonna let Kaylee talk more too because I just recently watched that whole movie. So Hercules is this movie where I think mom was right. I think it's Mel Gibson who's voicing him. He's a god born of Zeus and his wife. Of course he's a god. Um, <laughs> he, he is. That's like the whole thing. And then the whole thing is that Hades is trying to take over and rule the world. And so Hercules is getting in the way of that. So he sends his little minions to kidnap him and turn him human. So that way he can't get in the way of the plans. And pretty much the minions fail, they're idiots. And he's mostly mortal, but he keeps some of his strength. And so it's him going on a journey to figure out where he came from because he knows he's different. Like he grows up to be like probably 13 or something. And he's like, I'm different than everybody else. I have superpowers, like I don't understand. And he goes on this journey and then he finds this guy who coaches him and then he meets a girl. So a bunch just happens on the way. Danny DeVito's in it, that's hilarious. He voices the little minion or the little oh, right. person he meets along the way. Is Whoopi Goldberg in that movie as well? If she is, she's a minor character. Okay, I was trying to think. She, she seems to play in some of the older movies in these little minuscule parts, like the, one of the hyenas uh-huh. or whatever, in Lion King and just different yeah. things like that. So I was thinking she was, but not mis- not sure for positive. Disney Channel series Kaylee wants to touch on that's on Disney Plus because this is the height of her middle years where now, she was addicted to Disney. Now, I did not include a lot of the newer ones because I can't speak to those. I don't watch them. Like and there anymore. are newer ones. There on are there. new ones on there. and your Especially kids, for younger kids. Yes. If your kids know, and there's Disney Junior stuff that I didn't cover either because that's for really young kids and I figured if the kids are watching it they probably don't care how good it is they're just entertained so I went with series that I watched when I when Disney Channel was in its prime so Lizzie McGuire uh was a big one I don't think I watched it I think I watched it when they were doing reruns but never when it was actually premiering I do remember though when the movie came out that was a big deal when the movie came out and Joey loves the movie because he saw it on the other day and was like how can we watch this yeah he really likes it very good. Lizzie McGuire, about a teenage girl, she um, is pretty much trying to go through life. She's like 13 years old. She's got two best friends, annoying little brother, her parents that don't get her kind of thing. And then she's got this little cartoon version of her. So whenever she's thinking something, they flip to the cartoon of her that's like talking for her brain and yeah. then they flip back to her. And so that's pretty, it's a pretty interesting show. I think it was one of the first big ones on the, like when Disney Channel premiered, like it was one of the biggest series. It was a, it was a cute little show for sure. Hannah Montana was the next one, of course, that has Miley Cyrus in it and her dad. And the boy that's in there is not her brother that plays Jackson. No, but he's hilarious. And then Haley Osment started in, I'm pretty sure. Not Haley Osment, it's Emily Osment. Excuse me, Emily Osment. It's his sister. Yeah, that's why I flipped to that. I don't think that was actually her first thing because I saw her in an interview. Spy Kids was her first thing. She was in Spy Kids. Oh, okay. Well, she, that's where I think she became most well-known, though, before she did Young and Hungry. Yes. The series. 
And I was trying to think what she... She's doing something again now, but... She's been in other things too, but... Right. But it's just about this girl. It's a real life story based on Miley Cyrus about how she becomes famous, but she still wants to live a normal life. And so she plays two different characters in the show. And at first she tries to keep it just within her family, but it becomes too hard and her friends have to do it. And there's just lots of quirky things that happen to her, but it's a fun show that you can watch with a family and you don't really have to worry about anything being said that you wouldn't want your kid saying back. My opinion is that he plays the best Disney dad because I've rewatched a lot of these shows and I think he's the best Disney dad. He's funny. And it may be because they're related. So the chemistry is more real, but I do think he does the best job. Very possible. DuckTales, which, okay, I included this because I haven't watched it, but it's about, mom knows the song, but it's about Donald's nephews, Donald Duck's nephews. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And it's a newer version on that. And so I think the whole thing based on the little synopsis is like they get into trouble pretty much. Yes. And it's just little shorts of things. Very interesting. Um, I think it'd be just cute to watch revamped old cartoons pretty much. Yeah, it's just like the old cartoons that Nick likes to play all the time for his class. Wizards of Waverly Place. I remember this well because Kaylee watched it a lot and it's about a family that has magical powers but is it the mom and the dad so the whole thing is the mom and the dad don't have powers the dad did have powers but then it's explained along the way why he no longer has them the the kids have powers the kids are wizards right so i guess i can tell you guys this so pretty much the way it works in this wizarding wizarding world is the siblings all have to compete at one point in their lives i think when they're all eight once they've all become adults they have to compete and only one of them can keep their magic now the reason their dad doesn't have magic is because he became so he married a mortal woman and if you do that you can't have powers and so he gave his up to his brother so he can marry his wife okay is the whole thing so i vaguely remember that he teaches he pretty much they're normal kids and they go to school alex russo um selena gomez this is where she became big she was the main character even though she had two the the two brothers she was the main character because she always used her magic wrong and the dad was always like what are you doing and her best friend's name was harper and i know this because there are so many girls named harper now because of that little girl so very interesting show i do know they're kind of sassy to the parents in that show i that was one thing because i do remember that the quads were a little at that time if you don't know i have quadruplet nieces and nephew and I remember that they were getting sassy and I'm like, what are they watching? And we were kind of gauging that and we yeah. noticed that they were doing that. And so we kind of limited their Disney watching channel. Yeah. At that time. Hannah Montana, she's sassy, but was never, she never got away with it. Right. Like she always had to pay for it. Um, so I definitely would say watch that about it, but maybe it's really not that bad compared to things that are on now. Oh, I don't yeah. really know. It so it isn't just at all. gauge it, I guess, but not really bad. Watch an episode by yourself before you let your kids, if you're worried. I remember the premiere of that. Austin and Allie is the next show, which I did watch this all the way through when I got to college. I had seen parts of it, but I rewatched all of it, and it's really interesting. Austin Moon is played by Ross Lynch, and he's actually famous. Like, he was a musician in real life, but they created a character for him, and he's this big star, but he's friends with these um, people that were his friends before he became famous. And his friend Allie, her dad, owns a music shop. And so that's where they hang out most of the time. And that's where it's set. And she writes music for him and he sings it. And she's she has stage fright. So she doesn't sing, but she makes she writes the music and he plays it. And so it's about this like duo. And then they have these two other friends, Trish and Dex, who are really funny. Um, and it's pretty much all about all of them, like how they get along, like his gigs, how she writes music. They help people in the store kind of thing. It's really interesting. 
based around music, so I really liked it, but... Yeah, it's a cute little show. Uh, I noticed that you have Girl Meets World on here, and I realized that that's a Disney Channel series, and the originating series wasn't, but I feel like we need to say, speak yes. to both. So Boy Meets World was the originating series. It was actually on ABC in the 90s, and... It started in Disney Channel. The first series... The first season was Disney Channel. But of course, as they grew, the topics became more mature and they phased it out and it became an ABC show instead. So it was with Ben Savage and the character of, I lost his name. Yeah, and Topanga. And Sean. And and the mom and dad and his sister and and his brother and Mr. Feeney. Another really good TV dad. Right. That is an awesome show that is also on there it's not under it what like she said it was on abc longer than it was on disney but the spinoff to that is girl meets world so topanga and Corey get married and later on it's their teenage daughter and their son augie and their and then her best friend which is a lot like sean yes and it is a great show i am sad that they took it off but disney has that new rule where they don't they like to leave on a high note, so the show only lasts three years. So that was very hard for me, and I still wish somebody would pick that up. And I know. We really were hoping that Netflix or somebody would pick it up and revamp it. But I've seen where those girls are at now, and they're kind of far from those characters they've grown up. They're like 17, 18 years old now, so they really have to do a time jump. And I just think So now they could do them in college. I know. They've just kind of grown from that. And so I would assume they probably won't Girl pick it up college. anymore. Yep, pretty much. Jesse. Now this movie, I don't think this was like the best show ever, but I do remember watching it and it's about Debbie Ryan. And if you don't know where she's from, she started on the sweet life on deck, which was a series that was not included on here. I will touch on that in a moment, the sweet life on deck. And that's where she started. And then she was in a couple decoms by herself. And then she landed this series of her own where she becomes a nanny in this real in New York city for this famous family, this rich family. And they have four kids two of whom are adopted. And so it's pretty much about all their shenanigans and she has to kind of deal with them. I know. I was trying to think of what show that kind of reminds me of, like Mr. Belvedere or... The Nanny. Charles in Charge. Yeah, it's it's like a later version of some of the shows. Something that like had. that, yeah. yeah. I uh, have nothing to say about Recess except for that I know you guys watched it. Recess is like a 90s classic and I can't talk much about it because I haven't seen an episode in a long time. Cartoon about kids. Very much real though it's not very tailored to today because obviously it wasn't but it's very much about like they have bullies and all this other stuff bullies what are you talking about i know but they have bullies and it was kind of like you have to deal with it like it was never handled by teachers i don't think um i bet the bullying wasn't quite as bad oh no 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 very mild the show i forgot to say was the sweet life of zach and cody and then their spinoff which because we watched that a lot now i will say the sweet life of zach and cody did not hold up like Hannah Montana did, because I just rewatched that and still love it. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody is a little harder to follow when you're older, um, but I still think it was, I remember watching that. And it was a cute it. show. It's very good, and then they even got their spinoff and a movie and everything, so I recommend if you have if they young boys, money, if then... you have young boys, they would really like it. Yeah. Good Luck Charlie is about a little girl, but again, these are more shows that you watched, and you guys were starting to get older, so I wasn't really watching them as much with you. Good luck, Charlie, is this little girl, and I think that's why the name Charlotte blew up, because this oh, is what her name sense. was. And her name was Charlotte, and they called her Charlie. And there are a lot of Charlies there at school are. right now. We have a Charlie Brown at school. Oh, that's Her funny. name is Charlotte Brown, and they call her Charlie. I think that's hilarious. But, that is hilarious. Um, good luck, Charlie. It's this little girl, and she's new to the family. She was kind of a whoops baby, actually, because they have a sister, Teddy, and she's the oldest. She's supposed to be, like, I think a soft or, like, a junior 
in, in high school high school and then oh wait no she's not the oldest pj's the oldest but he's an idiot kind of like not not all there kind of character <laughs> like they just hope when he hope he becomes a trash truck yes driver. um and then they have gabe and he's nothing like, wrong with that though no gabe and he's like 10 and then they've got charlie and so they have these kids and pretty much the whole thing is she vlogs like the girl teddy is like the main center and she vlogs for her sister about all their shenanigans like all the things that happen in their family and she's like good luck charlie because she's going to be the one to deal with it when she's older right and so that's the whole thing is at the end she always ends it with a vlog and she's always like good luck charlie at the end and so yeah i thought it was cute i never really watched the whole thing i don't think i don't think i watched to the end but it was cute like i liked it and the dad and the mom were hilarious yeah i was so. trying to think who the dad if the dad was the same dad from something we knew but i couldn't think of who it was I do remember that show, I think, had more family jokes in there. Because, like, I think Teddy at one point, like, they go out on a date like the parents do. She's like, have fun. And she's like, well, not too much fun because you know how we got Charlie. Like, she says something like that. Oh. And it's like, you wouldn't expect to hear that, but the kids won't pick it up, you know? But if the parents are watching, it'll be funny. Gravity Falls is one of Joey's favorite cartoons. I, again, am going to refer to you on this one. (laughs) I apologize, listeners. You just haven't heard a lot of me this time. Um, it's okay. It's I about, used to talk it centers around Dipper and his sister, uh, which I, oh man, I just had her name and I lost it, but they're, I'm pretty sure they're twins and they've got this. So her name's not little, his name's no. Dipper. Okay. Just they've got, <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> I want to say her name is like, it starts with an M I think, but I can't remember. And they've got a grunkle and it's grunkle Steve or grunkle Stan or something like that. And they go in through all the, it's a really weird show, but Joey's right. Like when you watch it, it's good still. But it's very unrealistic. Very no, I weird. know. He had recorded but a bunch of them not He's like, that's recently. the best show ever. I know. I want to say it's like Mavis or something. I don't remember. Maud. <laughs> no, not, that's a gross name. I apologize if you're a listener and your name's Maud, but like, I apologize. It's, I don't prefer She's it. just going to stop talking now. Yeah. Phineas and Ferb, I know, is a show that you guys love. And I know the song, and I'm not about to sing it for him. But... The 140s. That song? <laughs> yes. Uh, Phineas and Ferb are still big. I know that I still see things of them a little bit in the Disney parks when we're in there. Yeah, it's pretty much Phineas and Ferb, their stepbrothers. The mom and the dad got married, and the dad's son was Ferb, and then the mom had Phineas and Candace, and the two brothers are always, like, making these weird things, like, things that are not logical whatsoever, but the sister Candace is always like, Mom, Mom! And she's always trying to get them in trouble, and she never does. That's so hilarious. it's very—they're only like 15 minutes long. Those cartoons are so. Oh, why did so? Did they used to have two in a 30-minute time? Yes, period? they did. Oh, they would okay. play two. See, I didn't even know about that much. And then Shake It Up, Shake It Up was Zendaya's. That's where she became oh, big. Oh yeah. And also, I forgot her name, but she—it was the two main characters were Cece and Rocky, and they were best friends, and they were dancers, and they got this gig on the local television show Shake It Up, and they or maybe it wasn't called shake it up but they got a local gig and they both really really loved to dance a lot and so that's the main gist i remember about that show kim possible kim possible um starred uh christy carlson romano i think that's her name i have no she idea she was from even stevens she played shia labrosh shia little LaBeouf, sister little big sister oh and she voices kim possible which i think is hilarious like Kim Possible, and then her best friend's Ron Stoppable, and there's a little naked small rat named Rufus. Just very funny. Shoot, well, I didn't even tell the main point of the plot. She's like this superhero, like behind pretty much. She's super good. I don't think she has any powers, but like she just 
saves the she world. saves the world. That's what her job is. And then her her friend comes along and then usually fails and gets in the way. And she's got to save him, which is hilarious. That is funny. So the Proud Family is an interesting show that I never watched. And I was trying to think who voices those characters. We probably should have looked that up before we started. I remember the main girl, uh, Kyla Pratt. She was a big Disney person. But it's just about this African-American family and how... I think they're a mixed family. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. I apologize, listeners. Maybe I should have done research on that. Well, I just mentioned this. Well, and it didn't air because we had a problem with our recording equipment last week when we did the rumors and news. But that they're going to have Louder, Prouder has just been picked up. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder is going to be on Disney Plus soon. So if you liked the Proud Family and just the crazy things that happen within a family, because it's like generations of them all living together, which nowadays is... Then it was, people would look at it and be like, their grandma lives there yeah. and all that. But now that's very common, especially where uh, we live. There are lots of kids that have gotten divorced and then they come back to live with mom and dad. And there's so many of them in a house. And just all the antics that happen yeah. when you have all multiple families living in one home at, at the same time. So uh, if you enjoyed that, they are going to have this spinoff series coming on. And the grandma ran the house in that show, I remember, because her name was Sugar Mama. Yes. And... I remember a specific scene that they used to advertise where she was like asleep on the couch and the TV would be on and then the kids would take the remote and turn the channel and she'd be like, turn that back on, I'm watching it. And they'd be like, okay. (laughs) Uh, But I specifically remember that part and it is hilarious. Yes, I knew she was the ruler because we had just talked about that recently at school. We were talking about throwback shows. Yeah. Speaking of throwback, this category is called 90s throwbacks, which was on, like it was called that on Disney Plus. And so I don't know if the categories change every once in a while, but 90s, I said earlier, was a big time for Disney. And so there were a lot of big ones. They did the 101 Dalmatians live action, but I decided to include it here because it had, um, what is her name? Glenn Close. Glenn Close in it. And that was, she was a big star in the 90s. She got the role of Cruella and I think she did a really good job. Like, she did. Like a more, a realistic version. Like the cartoon version's kind of insane. Like she looks like she was dropped into a vat <laughs> of toxic waste or something and then dragged out and she's like, I'm evil now. But Glenn Close played like a a woman who just was like evil. That's just who her character yes, was. Yes, she did. And she did a great job. Same plot as the original. Cartoon, but just an alive version with yes. characters. And, and they found some buffoons for definitely to play her. Yes her cohorts and helping her steal Dalmatians. But she looks very good. I personally think with split hair, the black and the white, yeah, she, she looked did. very good with it. Like, I think she could have actually had that right. and made it work in real life. Mighty Joe Young, which it's I, used to, favorite I used to watch that all the time. And it's about, it's so sad. It's about, you may have to fill in the gaps. Cause I can't remember a lot. Of I it, don't know the whole story, but I do know. Much I remember it. it's about this gorilla and his name is Joe. And these pretty much people who took care of him are trying to save him because people are trying to hunt him. Like, right. And, and, and they were afraid that gorillas were going to go extinct. And so Charlize Theron, is that how you say her name? Charlize Theron, yes. yes. She was the woman. And actually, I believe the guy that was in that movie. I feel like it was like Dennis Quaid or something, but it was not. No, it, I'm pretty sure it was the guy from Goonies when he was a teenager. Ah, and, okay. But he's gone now. He sadly died of a heart attack last year, but he was with her and they were trying to protect Mighty Joe Young and he got lost in the city and it was this big... Yeah, and like people were trying to kill him because he was in the city, but he wasn't trying to hurt anything. Right. He He was just trying to get out. He was just scared and he was really such... Oh, it's Bill Paxton. That's who it was. Yes, that's who it is. Still, um, 
a young gorilla, so he didn't mean any harm to anybody. He just wanted to protect himself. A goofy movie, which I actually haven't seen all the way through. I was at work. What well, did I have it? Because one of my students, don't you remember, bought this? Yes, I do. Thought I could play it at school. Uh, a goofy movie, and it's about Goofy and his son Max. And Max is pretty much a normal teenager, and he want <laughs> Max is a normal teenager, and he wants to be left alone. But Goofy, obviously, I mean, dads are goofy anyway. But like Goofy is. We all know how that character is. And he just like loves his, yeah, he just loves his son and he wants to be with him. And it's really funny. And in the antics that go on with that, Hocus Pocus, which is amazing. We should do a whole episode on Hocus Pocus because I love this. Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Jima play these three witches that are sucking the lives out of children of Salem. They, uh, I don't think I'm ruining the plot for anybody. They are killed off within the first 15 minutes of the movie but they cast a spell on themselves so that if someone lights this candle that's a virgin, then they can come back to life. And they do and all the fun things that happen in the one night when this happens, when they're brought back 300 years later. Lots of great music in that and just a lot of funny lines that we use just in our everyday life yeah. amongst our family and amongst some of our friends, actually. I can't remember. Uh, I can't believe that people my age, like so many people haven't even heard of it, let alone like seen it. I was so surprised because we grew up on that movie. And it's it's everywhere now. They play it every Halloween. Yeah, all the time. So our next movie is Flubber. That's actually a remake. It um, is. The with original. Robin Williams. And I watched it again. Not as good the second time because when I was a kid, I loved it. But you used to watch it more than two No, I, I know. Say. And I think he does a really good job of playing a character like that because the character's like so smart. He's an idiot. Like that's yes. the character. And No common sense. Uh, and it's really, f- <laughs> he forgets his own wedding a couple times is what it is, two or three times, I think. And he creates this thing, which is flubber and it's super bouncy. And he's like, this is revolutionary. And it's just, it helps the basketball team. It's, it's just, really funny. Definitely need to watch that one. <laughs> Heavyweights do not remember that movie at all. Heavyweights. I've watched this recently. So pretty much it's not called fat camp, but that's essentially what it is. And this main character gets sent there and then they have all these other characters that become forefront characters and the person leading the camp is Ben Stiller and he's this like oh, crazy I do remember he's this. this crazy like fitness dude and he's leading them and he's like because he used to be a heavy yeah weight. and he's like no lunch uh, due to lack of effort or whatever like he's horrible to them like not a human and so it's pretty much all these boys trying to get through it through it together and then they start to figure out ways to get back at him for treating them so bad very funny wouldn't fly today probably because yeah we don't that you don't want to kill emphasize and yeah make people sad about themselves yeah all right so you have descendants one and two but i thought three was on disney three is Plus i forgot well. that this is actually very cute series i have watched one and two i have not watched three yet but descendants is basically the children of the villains of disney so you have uh the evil queen's daughter and you have cruella Deville's son jafar's son yes and evil queen's daughter yes and so it's just a cute little storyline about how the villains kids and the royal kids get together. So like Beauty, uh, Belle and the Beast's son and Cinderella's child. And they all end up going to school together. And just the, all the different things that they incur just with the different lifestyles. And do they have to be the same as their parents just because one parent was a villain and one parent was a goody goody. It's a good message. It is. It really is. So it's got some cute 
uh, people in it. Uh, in the first one, I know Chris. Uh, no, I lost her name. She played Kristen Chenoweth. Thank you, Kristen Chenoweth was on there, and that was amazing to me that she wanted yeah. to be in that. And now I see her every time I see Maleficent, and I really don't want to do that. Yeah, that's funny. Um, it was so sad that they lost um, Luke. I forgot his name. No, his real name's not Luke. That's his character on Jesse. Um, the, the kid, kid grown up. The kid who had died. And it was so sad um, from that condition. So they released Descendant 3 like, in his memory. But I don't know if they had any more planned or what was going to happen about that. I don't know what they're going to do. High School Musical! All three of them. They're good. If you haven't seen them, go watch them. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's where Zac Efron got his start. It is. Like, that's why he was on things before that, but he became famous because of that. And Cordon Blue also, right? Corbin Blue. Corbin Blue. Cordon <laughs> Blue. That's what you just said. Mom's hungry. <laughs> Corbin Blue. I never thought about that. Vanessa Hudgens. Um, Ashley Tisdale, which she was already kind of big because of Sweet so Life. So is that blonde-headed kid that played um, her twin brother? Uh, he plays Ryan. He's actually, he makes a cameo in the new yes, series. So if does. you're a fan of High School Musical and you've been since they came out, you will love that. I forgot his name. Lucas Graviel. There it is. I got it. That's his name, it Lucas Graviel. Blue right in. And the woman, the girl who plays Taylor, which I don't know her name because I haven't seen her in anything. So very good. Very high schooly, Super great. Kind of like the Grease of the 2000s. But better. Yeah, well. <laughs> I think so. That's because it's your time. Well, right, you want to speak to some of these next okay. movies? Because I have no idea okay. what they are. Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, and the sequels. The first one came out in 99, I believe, or 98. Raven Simone was in this when she was young. Like, between the Cosby show and That's So Raven, this is where she was. Oh, wow. And very good. It's about these people who live in the space station. It's the future. Like badly represented but it's the future <laughs> and they live um and they live in space so people live in this like thing there and kids were born there and they were raised and all this stuff and pretty much she gets banished and she's grounded and her aunt lives on earth and she gets grounded to go there but then she figures out people are sabotaging where they live in space and they're trying to kill everybody it's pretty aggressive that's the first one and then the sequels get a little more intense very nice but the luck of the irish i told Grandma, we should watch this later. This is with the kid from Smart House, which is another decom, which I won't go into. But look at the Irish. He figure he knows his history is Irish, but he figures out that his dad is human, but his mom's a leprechaun. So he's like half, and he starts like shrinking, and he sprouts ears that are like that. It's just really wow. Good. I don't remember that movie at all. It's very good. The Cheetah Girls, which there are more than two, but the third one doesn't matter because Raven Simone wasn't in it. Um, <laughs> that's my opinion. Um, but the Cheetah Girls are really good. I think that's like really empowering for young girls to watch even now because it's these girls who are really dedicated to their field. They are a little snotty at some points to each other, but then they figure out that that doesn't work. So Right. Zombies, that's one's new. So if you have young kids, they probably have seen it. Now there's a second one, which I don't even want to watch. I thought this was kind of bad. I really only encourage you to watch it if you're desperate. Um, <laughs> and so why did you include it? Because kids like it. The 13th year, this is also a 90s one. This boy figures out that he was adopted by his parents, but he never knew that. He's 13. He's going through puberty, which I guess for him means he becomes a merman because he was adopted. His mom was a mermaid. Oh, no. And, like, he was washed on shore and they, like, adopted him. And so he figures that out. Um, and he's having to deal with all the changes that happen because he's a swimmer because he was always really good at swimming and they oh, never knew that why. Makes sense. And then he has to start dealing with that. Lemonade Mouth. 
really great. These five very different students, one girl, one is a new girl and she's very opinionated and super um, empowered and wants to like step up in her school, like her new school. Uh, one girl's really shy. She doesn't talk to anybody very much. One is in his own world and his, his dad is marrying this really young girl and he's like not okay with it. Uh, this other boy, his brother is the star of the family and he doesn't feel appreciated. And then the other girl is um, Indian and her dad does not approve of boys or pretty much anything that she does, she deems fun. And they all end up coming together in detention and they form this band because they figure out they can all sing and play really well together. And then they go through these different shenanigans with each other. It's fun. I like that movie a lot. Very good music. Get a Clue, Lindsay Lohan. She is this kind of, they live in New York, so her family has money. And they figure out that their teacher is getting framed for something and he goes missing. And like, they're trying to figure out this mystery for him. And they go all over this, all over New York City, pretty much trying to find all these clues to where he hid. Super, that one's actually old, but it's still, it, I think that movie holds up a little bit. Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, that had Brenda Song from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody in it. She is focused on, she's very material. She focused on becoming, she focuses on becoming her, like the homecoming queen, that's all she's focused on. But then her family history indicates that she is this big warrior and she has to fight this evil power that's existed but only comes back however many years and so she has to train for it but she doesn't really want to and so it's like the torn thing where she doesn't know what she wants to do cadet kelly lizzie mcguire right. and christy carlson romano uh, kelly gets sent to military camp and this girl and then she butts heads with christy carlton romano's character and Ke lizzie mcguire's character is very like girly like she does not do anything outdoors anything like that so this is a big stretch for her camp rock one and two I never watched the second one so I can't attest to that but I heard it's very good the first one has Demi Lovato and that's how she became big which yes. she started in this that. when I was in like fifth grade she started in this goes to this music camp that she's really wanted to go to and her mom ends up working in the kitchen which is how they can afford for her to go because they don't have a lot of money and then the Jonas Brothers when they were kind of in the in their prime that's when they were in this movie and they become they're famous in the movie but not as the Jonas Brothers as some other group and they come and pretty much he figures out that Demi Lovato can sing really well but he doesn't know who it is because he just hears overhears her and doesn't know and the whole movie is spent trying, trying to, to find out that, trying yeah. to figure out who it is that's super cool like a lot of really great music in that movie too but very much for the time that I was like 10 so some of it is not as cool I guess as some music now Wizards of Waverly Place the movie like I mentioned earlier, this is where the kids actually have to battle for their powers. They go on this vacation and oh, a right. series of events happens that they end up having to do that. Princess Protection Program. Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez are together. Demi Lovato is a princess. Her kingdom has been taken hostage pretty much by communists or whatever. And they take her and they hide her away with this family who is Selena Gomez. They live in Louisiana and she just goes to school with everybody else. Um, and pretty much she's trying to save her country without getting caught is the whole thing. Halloween Town, all of them. I I recommend all of them. I think they're good. Like they're fun movies too, of obviously Halloween based, but Debbie Reynolds is in those. Yeah. Those are some of the last she's in, she was in. She's really only in the first three. Oh really? And then she is not a big part of the fourth one. 
So I would say if you're watching for Demi Re- Debbie Reynolds, you can watch the first three. Well, listeners, this episode was way longer than we originally intended. And so we are going to go ahead and pause here and divide this episode into two, even though I know that Brad is probably dying because it's over an hour already. But I feel like the information is interesting and will be helpful to you if you don't know much about Disney Plus or if you were thinking about, you know, pulling the trigger and getting Disney Plus, especially now that we're all being pretty much confined to our own homes while we try to get over this coronavirus. So, well, not that we have it, but so that we don't spread it to more people. So we're going to go ahead and do that. And then next week we will pick up where we left off on the other half of stuff about Disney Plus. If you are interested in becoming a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, text us at 636-373-4497. Or you can contact me directly, Vicki, V-I-C-K-I-E dot black like the color at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com or Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast and our Twitter account at Mousecapades Pod. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, Kaylee, I definitely think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends.